Hello and welcome to the James Market Clarity Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Kraft, and today on episode 30, I'm joined by our Director of Research and Chief Investment Officer, Dr. Fall Anina. Dr. Anina, welcome. Good morning, Neil. Thank you for having me. Uh, well, it's great to have you back again. We appreciate your time. I know our listeners enjoy having you on and hearing your insights on the market and the economy and what we think of it going forward. Um, we've, we've tied a bow on the first quarter of the year. It's gone fast. Uh, the, the colors are coming back and spring is in the air. It was an eventful quarter, certainly highlighted by some negative issues in the banking industry. Um, and in the month of March, grew with gloom and doom in that area. Uh, we also saw continued volatility through much of the first quarter. Can you share some of the headlines that you've seen um, that, that, that garnered attention around the world? Of course, Neil. The quarter was marked by a strong performance in the technology sector and also a steep sell-off of shares in regional banks. At the beginning of the year, cyclical sectors like energy, financial, industrial performed strongly, but uh, investors have recently shifted toward more defensive positioning. Over the past months, consumer staple, utility, healthcare uh, have outperformed. In March, as you said, there was a crisis in confidence in the financial system because of failure of the three U.S. banks and one of the Europe's largest banks. The crisis in the banking sector have a significant impact on the financial market as investors begin to assessing the direction of interest rate. As you know, Neil, the impact was, the, the key question was whether the Federal Reserve will prioritize concern about the health of the financial system or focus on the elevated and resilient, elevated inflation and resilient labor market. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, if we can put this right at the point of view of our listeners, um, let's talk about them. Let's talk about the consumer. We know the consumer comprises about two-thirds of the economy overall. How are they doing? You know, What's their current status? Um, any challenges they're facing right now? The consumer is really in good shape, supported by some positive consumer fundamental. We have consumer have a healthy balance sheet, and they still resilient labor market despite the recent cooling that you probably have heard about. The balance sheet is healthy with relatively high savings from the stimulus payment during COVID-19 and also the consumer have very low debt relatively compared to history. The consumer spending is slowing and uh, the consumer, the January was an exceptionally strong month but February is kind of normalized uh, in terms of the, of the consumption. The consumer confidence also is rising according to the conference board, and those are all the factors. However, there are some issues with people thinking about what the economy is going to do over the next month, and there's a lot of talk of a recession, and that usually will cool down that consumption. Mm-hmm. I did want to point out one thing you mentioned in there that the labor market uh, is resilient. It's a, an interesting word, and, and from what we can see, it appears to be somewhat of a conundrum, if I can call it that. You know, the numbers say one thing that's resilient, like you mentioned, um, but if you walk into certain restaurants, lots of open tables. Um, 
you know, missing waiters. Uh, we've seen significant layoffs from tech companies as well, and, and sizable tech companies at that. Can you touch on what we're seeing there and, and try to help the the listener and, and myself understand what all's going on in, in the labor market? What forces are working against it? You are right. There are issue here, non-farm payroll grew by 230,000, 36,000 for March. And the employment rate actually is 3.5%, which is a very low number. And the average hourly earning rose by 0.3%, basically making it an increase of 4.2% a year over year. This is the good part of it. Bad part is a recent report are showing sharp fall in job openings, which fell below 10 million in February for the first time in the last two years. The jobless claim also are rising, and the private payroll growth is slowing. All these are factors that will say that consumer spending are probably going to slow down, and the economy may slow down over the next few months. Interesting. Okay. Oh, well, in, you know, inflation um, is is still an issue. It's another hot button topic for for the listeners, um, and it's part of the Federal Reserve's dual mandate, as we know, to keep it uh, under control. We, now we've seen a decline in the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, uh, from June 22 to February of 23, a decline of about three percent. Doctor Anita, can you discuss um, you know the three components? I believe federal um, Reserve Chairman Powell mentioned um, that there are three components of inflation that he's looking at specifically, uh, and maybe how we see each of those components moving through the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are right. Inflation is cooling, and uh, you are right. The CPI has gone down by three percent. The favor, the, but the Fed has their favorite uh, index for inflation. They call the Personal Consumption Expenditure or PCE, mm-hmm. and uh, that index advanced by. Five percent, and that was the smallest year-over-year gain. Oh wow! Since September 2021, and uh, uh, the component that the Chairman Powell was talking about are basically uh, good inflation, goods inflation, housing inflation, and service, excluding housing. Uh, and, and basically, if you look at goods, the goods inflation is going down. That's basically people who are buying. Uh, appliances, buying refrigerator, buying uh, goods during the pandemic, and the inflation went way up. Then now it's slowing down. Now it's the housing inflation is still elevated, but it's expected to go down. The thing that worries the Fed is basically that's service excluding housing. That's basically the haircut, the medical care, that telecommunication. And the reason this is important, this type of uh, category are labor intensive. And they, if, if, if labor costs start rising, they may play a bigger role in inflation, and that's why they focus on it. But uh, it looks like all the other categories are going down except uh, this one. Now, just a curiosity here, and, and I don't, I guess I'm asking you to speculate. Are we moving the goalposts a little bit, talking about CPI versus the PCE? And I know that the Fed has preferred the, the use of the PCE for some time. Um, but, you know, it seems like you could tell two different stories uh, depending on which metric you're looking at. 
right, but here are not moving, really moving. Also here we are looking at volatility. The CPI is a lot more volatile than, than the PCE, and that's why they, the PCE has been around for a long time, and that's what they measure for them, because it has a lower volatility. But overall, you can say using both measures, inflation is, is cooling down. Okay, okay. Well, that's, that's good news for sure. Uh, okay, so transitioning to the equity markets, um, we saw some strong revenue growth in 2022. Do we see that continuing uh, through the rest of this year? Since we're talking about uh, revenue, we talk also about consumer. They are the one who are driving this revenue. <laughs> you said the, revenue gonna, the consumer has a, really have some headwind up there. But more important for a company is the uh, profit margin, as we see that's all the estimates are showing that the profit margin is going to be squeezed uh, over the next few months. And that, that's not good for the equity market in general. Okay. Well, at a quick glance, it seems like we're teetering back and forth uh, a little bit when it comes to risk levels, You know, as we've mentioned um, a few times, volatility, and even some large intraday trading swings in the indices. What's our outlook on, on general risk for the rest of the year? Well, look, in the first quarter, investor, especially in the bond market, have seen the most, one of the most turbulent market swing in recent history. The move index, which is basically a, a widely used volatility index, uh, has seen some of the biggest move in, in, in history. And if you can also the yield on U.S., uh, security, like uh, two years, has fluctuated between 3.83 to 5.07 within a 10 days frame during the month of March. Clearly, the volatility has gone way up in the bond market, and the bond market, that's where the interest rate basically is, and interest rate is a driver for a lot of things right. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the marketplace. Right. Well, as we wrap things up today um, on, on this episode, episode 30, our first quarter economic outlook update for 2023. Uh, we're joined by Dr. Anina. Uh, Dr. Anina, do you have any concluding thoughts for investors and for our listeners today? Well, the U.S. economy is currently in a late cycle phase. We have historically low unemployment, and uh, we anticipate basically a decelerating economic growth. We anticipate a lower price inflation and the softening of the labor market. And we expect the banking pricing to improve with what the Fed is doing with their uh, liquidity backstop facility and increase FDIC support. And we expect the uh, commercial real estate sector to remain a concern as we financing cost increase. And some of these banks uh, go through uh, the process of adjusting their balance sheet. The corporate outlook Corporate earnings of earning is anticipated to be weak, and we recommend to focus on large company, defensive sector, and those with strong revenue and the ability to pass along with higher cost. One last quick hitter before I let you go. Hard landing or soft landing for our economy here in 2023? I hope and expect a soft landing for the economy unless there is a uh, financial system crisis somewhere like we have seen in the banking sector. Okay, 
All right. Well, thank you as always for your time, your research, um, and your insights. It's, it's much appreciated. Thank you, Neil. No problem. My pleasure. If you would like to learn more about wealth management at James Investment or receive a copy of our economic outlook, please visit our website at www.jamesinvestment.com. James Investment. Planning. Investing. Advice.